Welcome to Chatterbox, the podcast by the Wolfpack Project. We are at the end of series one, and so for the 1st of December, our last episode of the series, we are going to take a moment and do a bit of a Christmas special. In this episode, rather than having a guest come and join me, I'm just going to go take us through the five ways to well-being and how we can use those to help us cope over Christmas. We know that the festive period can be full of joys, but also some more challenging moments. And so I believe and we believe at the Wolfpack Project that using the five ways to well-being can really help us plan and prepare for the Christmas festivities as well as coping with them during that kind of between times once we've gone from Christmas Day to New Year. And just a reminder, the five ways to well-being are connect, be active, learn, give and take notice. So I'm going to go through each one and kind of give my own insights as well as things that have been recommended from other organisations like Mind, Samaritans, but with my insight as well. And hopefully as you listen through the next 20 to 25 minutes, there'll be things that maybe you've tried before. Um, that you could maybe try again this year as I point them out or there might be new things that you've not tried or heard about before and it's all about giving things a go and finding what works for you so if there is something that stands out then I hope that you are able to find a way that you can put it into practice in your own lives. So we're going to start with connecting. Christmas is all about connection and spending time with friends and family, whether that's over food, giving gifts, playing games, anything like that. And actually Christmas can be full of spending time with people and also full of spending time on your own as well. And it's important to have that balance of connecting with people and having time to just be on your own as well if needed. My advice particularly for this time of year is to think about who you really want to prioritise spending your time with. We can sometimes feel under loads of pressure to be meeting up with everyone and do everything all of the time when actually sometimes having quality time with fewer people might be just the thing that you need for this year. So think about who who it is that maybe you've not seen for a while or who you would really enjoy spending the festive period with and how are you going to be able to do that as well. So it might be that you need to plan travelling to see them or working out when you can have a phone call or a Zoom chat if it's someone that meeting online is easiest with. And then think about how long. So if you are travelling to see family, how long are you able to spend with them to make that travel worthwhile? We think about this in our family. I have in-laws that live on the Norfolk coast and so it has taken anywhere from two and a half to four and a half hours to get there sometimes um, during winter, which is a lot of time driving if you're only going to spend a day there. And thankfully, whenever we've gone across, we've always been able to spend more than a day there, except for the one year that we had tiered systems and so we did do it slightly differently. But outside of the pandemic and the restrictions, we always spend a couple of days in North Norfolk at least to make the journey worth it. And so it might be that you need to think about the same things with your friends and family. Are there people 
that could all get to the same space for a longer period of time than it all is worth that effort travelling for? Or actually, would a phone call or a Zoom chat be better to save the hassle or potential bus replacement services, all that kind of thing? The next thing with connecting is to try not to compare what you're doing compared to your friends or family members where they are sharing what they're doing online or just people that you might be following on social media and what they're doing. Everyone's families and friendships are different. We'll all have different dynamics, people that we are um, really close with compared to others and everyone's journey and Christmas time will look slightly different. And often we share those more happy, shiny moments than we do the slightly more duller, more boring or less happy moments on social media. And we can very easily fall into that comparison chat. So when you are looking at social media and what other people are doing, try not to compare whether you're meeting up with the same amount of people, whether you're doing the right kinds of things based on what you're seeing. If what you're doing is positive quality connections with the people that you really want to spend time with, then that's what's important rather than what someone else is sharing on their social media platforms. Now, Christmas can also be a time where people that we do want to connect with might no longer be with us. I lost my grandma last year just before the Christmas period and we had her funeral between Christmas and New Year. So it was a very odd festive period last year. And since then, we've had what would have been her birthday, lots of other family birthdays, but this will be the next big thing where it will be noticeable that she's not around. It was often her house where everyone would gather together, we'd have big family meals and Christmas time and people would stay over and we'd have that extended family time. We've not done that in recent years, obviously with the pandemic, it wasn't something that we were always able to do but I would always go to see my grandma every Christmas and have that time with her so that I'd had that connection. And that is something that I'm not going to be able to do this year. So it's important if you do have someone that was in your life that is no longer with us, that you find a way to honour the fact that it can be really hard. You might have those feelings of loss and sadness And also to recognise that it's okay to also have those happy moments as well. And that is something that hopefully they would have wanted for you. It might be nice to commemorate them in some way, shape or form, whether that's having a picture up of them. Maybe if you've got a Christmas decoration that reminds you of them. But having that and having that space for that memory and those positive things over the Christmas period can be really helpful with processing those feelings and if it is something that you really struggle with then do reach out there are organizations who are specialists with helping us process our grief and our loss and they will be more than happy to help you and chat through with you. The next way to well-being is being active It's really important over winter that we do get some activity into our routine if we don't already have it. We are recommended by the NHS to have vitamin D 
during October through to March, April time because we just don't have enough sunlight during our normal winter days to keep our vitamin D topped up. And also for sleep, it's really important that we try and make the most of whatever sunlight it is that we do get each day. So recommendation is, is that first thing in the morning when you wake up, if you can set aside 10 minutes to get outside, whether that's on your balcony, in your garden, a little walk down the street. 10 minutes first thing in the morning is shown to be really helpful in setting us up for the day, boosting our mood, but then also helping us get to sleep each evening as well. That can be something that people struggle with over winter is that routine around sleep and potentially sleeping longer than we normally would do. So having 10 minutes in the morning, whether it's sunny, cloudy, raining, just try and set that time aside as much as you can and it could have real benefits for then how you feel for the rest of the day. It's also useful to think about your routine and whether it has changed loads since the summer. It's often that summertime, because the nights are longer, that we're more active in the evenings. And that might not be the case as we head into winter. It does get darker and depending on where you live, sometimes you might not have the streetlights to um, make you feel safe wandering around later at night. Especially if you are the type of person who likes to go out. For your active routine. One thing to think about is are there activities that you can try indoors or indoors at home? So one of the things that I much prefer doing over winter is yoga and following some YouTube videos that can help me with just kind of having that time where I'm not maybe going for a run or going to the gym but I'm still moving my body and having that indoor active time that suits me for winter. It might be that for you, it could be following dances on TikTok or um, or going to the gym and getting a gym membership for this time of year because it's indoors, it'll be warm, they've got showers hopefully, and you can then have that access to activity if you're the kind of person where that would really benefit from. But just think about how you can maybe build something into your routine or change what you've already got so that you can still be safe, you can still do it, um, but maybe not having to scrabble by torchlight if you're the kind of person that likes to go for an evening walk. And then with this is to not feel guilty if you have down days, rest days, or just days where you really don't want to do much. And that is okay. It feels like a lot of the rest of the world goes to hibernate over winter. And so it can feel really easy to just slip into that ourselves, wrap up under a blanket, put on a good cosy movie, have a pumpkin spice latte or a hot chocolate um, and just feel really cosy and snug and warm and not do much. And it's important that if your body is telling you to have rest, to listen to that and to rest when you need to and to be active when you are able to be active and to not feel guilt over that as well and this covers the whole of the festive period if your Christmas day has a really busy period of time it's all right to then have some downtime during the day if that's going to help you cope best or if Boxing Day ends up being your kind of rest day between it all 
you know, whenever it looks like, so long as you are having that balance, that's the most important thing, whatever it looks like to you. Learning then can sometimes come in with being active. So it might be that you're learning a new thing um, like yoga or Pilates or following TikTok dance videos, whatever it might be as part of your activity it could be that this is a perfect time of year to try and learn something new it might also be a great time of year to maybe learn a new skill that could potentially go towards handmade gifts I know a lot of people feel the pressure to have to spend and buy um, maybe above and beyond what they're actually able to afford Whereas sometimes people would rather have something that's had more thought and effort gone into it, even if it's not perfect or really expensive. So I would really recommend taking the time to maybe learn a new skill that you could then put into a gift like finger knitting, crochet. There are various different activities that run across Nottingham. You might be able to learn something different and people might appreciate that a little bit more. Learning over Christmas might also look like thinking through things that have worked well for you previous years and reflecting on things that might not have been helpful as well and then looking at how maybe you can adapt um, for this year to make things a bit easier. So it might be that in previous years you have left Christmas shopping to the last minute and actually you find that really stressful and so maybe this year it's thinking about okay could you then adapt some of those things are you able to plan and maybe structure your Christmas shopping so that it's less stressful and less of a rush it might be that you feel like you're not particularly good at wrapping Christmas presents so that they look nice for people and there's been a growing trend in people posting videos showing you how to wrap all different types of shapes and sizes of presence and so maybe you might learn a new technique about how to wrap your Christmas presents this year. Um, I've not tried them but I have seen some really good Christmas wrapping gift ideas um, so I would highly recommend it if that's something you think you could improve upon. It might also be that budgeting and thinking through your finances is something that has gone up and down over the last couple of years and so there are plenty of resources with banks and building societies out there that can help with thinking through your finances, helping you set a budget, or at least just helping you with some of the tools and skills to know, is this a bargain or not? Um, and if that's the kind of thing that would be useful, I'll try and put the links that I know to places in the description that you can have a look at at your own leisure. Christmas is often known as the time for giving and the time for receiving, often with gifts and presents and things that people have gone out and bought for us. But it can also be the time where you can give back of your time or your skills or your energy to causes that might be doing more over Christmas, like shoebox appeals or charities doing Christmas dinners for people who are unable to do it themselves. So it might be worth thinking about, is there a way that you can give back to your local community or to your family in a way that might not have monetary um, value in it? You know, you might not need to spend anything, um, 
but still be able to give of you, your time, something that you're good at to then benefit those around you. And it might be that as a gift idea that maybe you can give to charity and there'll be people that where you would normally have bought something and wrapped it up that actually they wouldn't mind that same value of money going to a local charity or a cause that is dear to your heart or their heart rather than just being given another gift or thing to open at Christmas. So it's worth thinking about are there different ways that you can give um, particularly if finances are something that you struggle with potentially being able to have more time to give back in different ways can be more meaningful sometimes just offering to cook Christmas dinner can take that pressure off someone else especially if you enjoy cooking and I've done that a couple of times before where I've cooked Christmas dinner because I know that that means more than potentially having another gift to open our final way to well-being is to take notice and as I've gone through each of the other ways hopefully I've kind of already alluded to finding balance and making sure that you're not doing too much or too little of anything um, that is important to you and it's the same with taking notice making sure you've got that time to pause reflect on how you're feeling and how you're doing and how you're coping with things and then being able to recognize if you need support in any area or if there's something that you might need to change just to make your life that little bit easier or to help you feel more positive over the Christmas period. So if for whatever reason you're feeling really stressed or low, having that time to recognize those feelings see where they're coming from and then take action to then either um change the situation that's causing those feelings or um, put something else into place like connecting with someone that you know will help lift your mood or help you understand the situation better or to connect with an organisation where you know you can get the support that you need. It's really important to have those reflection moments in your day or in your week, um, particularly as we kind of launch into the hustle and bustle of um, kind of everyone seemingly being out at Christmas markets and trying to write Christmas cards and get things delivered and ordered in time. It can already add to feelings of overwhelm and stress that we might already have um, and so recognizing that we don't have to carry all of that um, and having time to let stuff go is vital for coping with Christmas and in and amongst all of that it's figuring out that routine that works best for you and as I've already said ideally getting out first thing in the morning um, can help with how we feel during the day and helping with sleep and it might be that at the end of each day you have that time to reflect see how you felt what's worked what's not worked come up with a bit of a plan um, for your week or for your next day um, end of day can just sometimes be really helpful to unpack your mind write any final thoughts down that are kind of whizzing around just to help with getting to sleep. 
And one thing to note with this as well is how social media is making you feel. If you're on social media, you're scrolling, there are posts that you like that make you feel positive or help you feel connected with someone, then great. Social media can be a really positive way of keeping in touch with people, sharing ideas and posts and funny little videos but also it can highlight where maybe things are slightly different in our lives or increase that feeling of stress of needing to buy that particular thing or this particular brand, the pressure to make your house look perfect and to wrap all of your gifts perfectly. And then you might come off it and think, oh no, now I need to do all of these things and you're feeling less good than when you started if that's the case then it's all right to come off social media or to curate your feed so that you're seeing the things that make you feel more positive and hiding some of those things that may be causing more anxiety or stress it's a tool that can be really useful but also it can it's in our power to shape how we use it and how we feel and if social media is not feeding you and it's not positive then come off it and be okay with knowing that that is an all right decision to make so just to summarize the key points from this chat think about who you want to connect with the most over the christmas period and how you're going to do it Take time to be active first thing in the morning as this can help with your sleep and your mood throughout the day. It's also a good opportunity to learn something new, whether that's a skill to make homemade gifts, whether it's stuff around budgeting or even just reflecting on previous years of what's helped you so that you can put them into practice for this year. As well as giving gifts and having that time with friends and family, it can be really helpful to think about how you can give back to your local community or to someone who might not be able to have the same level of Christmas, cheer and fun and gifts that you might be able to experience. There are loads of different ways and programmes that we can help over the Christmas period Um, with things like shoebox appeals or Christmas dinners that kind of stuff so have a think about how you can give back to your local community and finally take notice take notice of how you're doing whether there are people that um, you've not connected with for a while where you'd appreciate it are there things that you need support with and um, we'll try and list as many different things in the description below to help with signposting you to organisations where you can get support. We really hope that you have a lovely festive period and may you have great times of connections but also lots of rest as well. I really hope you've enjoyed listening to the last few episodes with us and there have been things that you've taken away, um, whether that's from um, a new coffee shop or green space to try or something that you've gone away and tried to learn um, yourself that's come from a guest or from something that I've shared with you today. It's been an honour to be your host.
And just a reminder for those of you who are in Nottingham and do um, come to the Wolfpack groups and events, we have our normal groups all the way up to Christmas. So if you want to come and join us, then please do so. Um, Everything is on Eventbrite and you can sign up to as much or as little as you want. And we will be closed over Christmas period. So between Christmas Day and New Year, we will be closed. But then we will be back in 2024. How exciting. And hopefully we will be back with Series 2 of Chatterbox. And if you haven't already, I'd really appreciate um likes and subscribes and to give us um feedback as well so that we can reach more people um the more that you like us and rate us the the more people we can reach and hopefully they can start putting into practice the things that we know will help with our well-being if you are looking for um, ways to get involved with Series 2, then keep an eye on our social media channels, which are chatter.boxpodcasts. Podcasts.